Hello and welcome to More Than Tracy Turnblad, the podcast about bat representation in entertainment and media. My name is Abby Rose Morris, and today you are getting a bonus episode which has been unlocked from our Patreon, featuring me and my co-producer, Maya Ballister, who you may remember from their interview back in season two. And we are discussing the movie Fat Girls with Monique from 2006. It's a great time. I'm super excited for you to hear this episode because in the time-honored podcaster tradition, I have not had time to edit a full new interview for this week. So instead, I'm giving you a little bonus preview and that has the added benefit of showing you a little bit more about what we do on Patreon. We put out two bonus episodes a month, one of which is always discussing a specific piece of media, and the other is a wild card. I am a little behind, but I will catch up, and there are also the Fat Amy episodes, there's a Euphoria episode on there if you are interested in joining. It's $5 a month to get the bonus episodes, and for $10 a month, you can also get uh, some written content. I've been doing two blog posts per month as well. It's sort of my, I want to make a substack, but I know I don't have time for a substack, so let's just make it part of Patreon. So I hope you enjoy this episode format, and let me know via Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever you follow us on social media, or by emailing morethantracyturnblad at gmail.com. Before we get into the interview, I want to give you guys a quick update. Our fundraising for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival just met its goal this week. It is incredibly exciting. This thing is really happening. Oh my goodness. This is a huge milestone. This means that it is going to happen. It can happen. We are making it happen. And I'm so, so, so grateful for everybody who donated any amount, helped us get there. Oh my goodness. I feel so like loved and supported and just overwhelmed and amazed by all of the support we received, both financial and emotional. And I love you all. Thank you. I'm going to keep the GoFundMe open as well as like continue sending Venmo donations if you are moved to do so because there already have been things coming up where I'm like, oh, that's an expense that I didn't account for. So, you know, things come up. It would be great if we could even use it to further compensate our team and pay for food and things like that because international travel is quite a trip, no pun intended. But let's get into Fat Girls with Maya Ballister. Hello, Maya. <laughs> hello, hello. So um, to start, we're just going to give you like the the basics about the movie from Rotten Tomatoes. So on the tomato meter, it only scored 21%. The audience score is 65%. And Fat Girls um, grossed $7.1 million and it was released on April 7th, 2006. So for context, I was nine years old. And Maya, were you seven? Six? Yeah. Yeah. So we were seven. we were children. Um, did you know anything about this movie when it came out? I fully did not hear about it. I also, like, was very avoidant of, like, most things that yeah. were, like, about fat people. I, I don't think that I was particularly interested in, like, 
if there was a fat subject. I definitely would have avoided it at the time. Yeah, I think that I saw it in my video store and, like, walked the other way. (laughs) Yeah, Because there were all these movies that were, like, about fatness that I was, like, aware of, like, Norbit and Just Friends that were coming out that I would, like, see in the video store and, like, avert my eyes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. So the, the very basic synopsis of this movie is two large women, one a tart-tongued gal, Monique, who wants to be a fashion designer, struggle to find love and acceptance in a culture where thin is in. Their lives take a dramatic turn when they meet the men of their dreams in ways that are completely unexpected. So I'm very glad we're watching this both right before Valentine's Day and during Black History Month because it really is a true rom-com starring a fat black woman, which is amazing. Monique also was like, she's pretty fat. She's not like the acceptable like yes. Hollywood fat. She's actually I noted fat. that. Yeah. I noted that and I was so happy about it. For sure. Like visible double chin. Visible yes. double chin moment. Yes, yeah. and that made me so happy as someone who always submits my self-tapes and is like, no one's going to cast me with this visible double chin. <laughs> so. You were like, never mind. I am going to get cast. <laughs> okay, so um, we have got to get into some of the reviews because they are something. The overall critical consensus from Rotten Tomatoes is, although Fat Girls has good intentions, it is sloppily made and thin on laughs. Ugh, awful. Yep. Yeah. Um, other other reviews include It does suffer from actually having way too much heart and not enough soul. Its identity lost far beneath its ambitions for affirmation. Literally what? Like I actually do not know what that means. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure it means racism. <laughs> There's not enough That's... soul. I don't know. Okay, honestly, yeah. It's like yep. there actually aren't enough black stereotypes in this movie for me and I don't like it. <laughs> Okay, this one's also really bad. Almost stunning in its determination to be the ultimate wish fulfillment fantasy vehicle for plus-sized African-American women. Oh my god. Yep, scored two out of four. That is so incredibly rude. Yeah. Like, thank you so much. Because obviously while I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, this is so nice, but like, that's not real and that doesn't happen. So thank you so much for making a a freaking review that says like we all know that this isn't real (laughs) yes literally and that's the criticism of it when it's like i bet you had no fucking problem with like the lord of the rings like okay that's maybe maybe that's a bad example because lord of the rings is good but like (laughs) you know any any like other like dumb like superhero movie or like fast and the furious or like whatever like you know what i mean like did you have a problem that dementors existed in the harry potter world were you like i've never seen this that's not real and it's also like if we want to talk about wish fulfillment fantasies let's talk tarantino yeah that's all (laughs) that's it because when i when i first saw a tarantino movie it was like so my boyfriend's like a really big film nerd right and um has like worked in the film and tv industry although now he works in the music industry Mm. and so when we first got together we did this thing where we'd show each other movies that were like important to us and so like of course some of his were tarantino and i was like rolling my eyes (laughs) and then i was surprised at how fun they were and how they were like completely wish fulfillment fantasy i mean it's like it's literally like how we wished the holocaust would have gone in glorious bastards (laughs) 
Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. And and like that's what's great about them is the thing. That's what I like about them. And yes, I like Tarantino. But anyway, that's a stupid criticism, especially of a fucking rom com. Come on. Seriously, like what? Oh my god. There's been so many rom coms where weird stuff has happened that doesn't happen. Like yeah. Ew. Yeah. A lot of people are also criticizing it for um, being amateurish and looking cheap. One critic did say they gave it a B. It's very amateurishness, gives it freshness and authenticity. So that was a woman, um, as I'm sure is not that surprising. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I have two more to read because they're so... You know what? More than two more. Sorry, three more. Okay. <laughs> Setting up a woman like Monique as a role model for overweight women may do more damage to their self-image than all the fashion magazines in the world could. We just need a moment of silence. Like, bro? How? How? <laughs> like, literally, what do you mean? She has so much incredible ambition throughout the movie. And also, like, there is a little bit of, like, stereotyping. However, the way that it happened was like very relatable to me. Yeah. And it felt real. And I assume because Monique was like heavily involved in the process, mm. like that there are really genuine things that were in that movie. And uh, what do you mean? What do you mean that's going to hurt fat people more than, you know, all of the incredibly anti-fat like media in the world? Like, uh, yeah. Okay, so um, so next review. This is from Entertainment Weekly. Jasmine's oh no. so fat that the movie reduces her to a single discernible characteristic, which is a telltale mark of many a wholly awful comedy. And they gave it a D. What? Jasmine's so fat? Do they yeah. mean, like, personality-wise or just her body size? I have no idea. They were like, you cast too fat of a person in this, and that meant that, like, you can... Wait, what? Like... Because I don't really know what they mean by that. Like, are they mad at Monique for being fat or the movie for reducing her to being fat? Right. That's what I'm confused about. Because I don't really think it did re reduce her to being fat. I mean, that was obviously, like, a main component, but, like, there... Yeah. There was a, the character had a lot more going on than just that the world reduced her to being fat yeah yeah for real okay um last one which this one this one also reads a little bit racist to me while it's a pleasure to watch the likable kendra johnson open up and come out of her shell kendra johnson plays monique's like very quiet and awkward best friend Fat Girls belongs to Monique, a grating, belligerent woman who alternates self-deprecating fat jokes with drama queen meltdowns and simpering pleas for Review is cut off and it's been taken off the internet, so I don't know the rest of it. But that's what's on we'll Rotten Tomatoes from the AV Club. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that one also just rubbed me the wrong way because they're like, ugh, how could you, like, have a fat woman, a fat black woman who's, like, taking up space and isn't just, like, the good fatty like her friend is? Yeah. Like, like uh, yeah. So... Um, her friend Stacy is like basically the model good fatty. So like, let's get deep into the plot. Will you read us read us the Wikipedia synopsis? Absolutely. And maybe we'll go like paragraph by paragraph. Um, yes. So we can go through our notes because I took notes in order of the of like how I was watching the movie. Me too. That'll be perfect. Yeah. Okay. So Jasmine Biltmore 
is a smart-mouthed, frustrated, plus-sized, aspiring fashion designer and department store employee who is obsessed with her weight. Jasmine has always been overweight, unlike her skinny cousin Mia, constantly battling with diets, weight loss aids, and even her own clothes. Because of her battle with finding trendy clothes that fit her full figure, despite working in a clothing department store, Jasmine creates and designs her own outfits, even going as far as attempting to get a business loan to get her clothing line up and running. Yep. So (laughs) the movie opens with her having a sex dream. Yes. (laughs) Which I had to rewatch because I was like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Um, It was, I don't know that everyone had this reaction to it, but she's like literally like it cuts between her dream of like a bunch of men, like, are they carrying her? They're like crawling on the ground. Yes. Yeah. And it's like sort of like this, um, this, like she's the queen vibes. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts between that and her in her bed, like coming <laughs> literally it's so awkward and she's like making these horribly like <laughs> high pitched noises literally like like almost like what you just did but <laughs> <laughs> very much porn star noises like very exaggerated but like more stupid than porn star noises you know what i mean like yes even more ridiculous like yep it reminded me of parts of norbit i've never seen norbit Basically, just similarly, they have this fat black woman being overly sexual and going, like, way out on a limb to the point Mm -hmm. where it, like, stops being funny and it's just over the top. So that's how I found that scene. And after that scene, I said, I will never have sex ever again. Thank you to that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I honestly forgot that that scene happened. Um, I blocked that out of my memory. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that was not... I will admit that that was not a great start to the movie. I was kind of immediately like, oh... Same. Yeah, the first first 20 minutes of the movie, I was like, oh, no. And then after that, it was great. Yes. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) The second thing I wrote down was, we all had Mia. (laughs) Because you see her backstory, like, going through her life about, like, being compared to Mia and um, how, like, Mia stood by while all these kids, like, bullied her. And I'm like, man, we all had Mia. (laughs) I literally did have a Mia. And I was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. Was her name Mia? No. Okay. <laughs> Not I that close. I didn't have, like, a cousin or friend Mia, but I feel like I had Mia-like relationships to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't pick one out. Yeah. Maybe I could. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I could pick a few out, I guess. But, like, it's also, like, a very relatable kind of cousin relationship. Like, I feel like a lot of times people are kind of pitted against their cousins, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. The third thing I wrote was, I relate to the violence, because a big part of this movie is that she, like, punches people out who get upset at her for being fat. Oh, I was so happy to see it. Like, not to be, not to be weird, but I was like, yes, I was like, so pleased. Fat people never get to be angry. Never justifiably, never angry in the movies on their side or like. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And yeah. especially not fat black women. Like, that yes. is not That is not. And if something... they are, the movie's not on their side, right? Absolutely. It's, like, straight up making fun of them. But with this, I mean, that might have been there a little bit, especially in the beginning. But it honestly did feel like the movie was on her side. Yes. And I was like, uh, thank you for doing this because you're justified in being angry. Like, yeah. yeah, thank you. I am enjoying seeing you expressing your righteous anger. This is good. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is why I like the character of Nadia and Bear and feel, like, represented by her in a way that I don't by any other characters in yes. 
theater, certainly, and perhaps all media. So agreed there, and I am so upset that I have never seen an actual fat person play that role. Oh, that sucks. It does happen. It does happen, mm -hmm. but it should happen 100% of the time, and it does not. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. (laughs) Okay, um, so next, what's... Do we have more Wikipedia? Oh, I have... I actually have something really interesting um, that I noted around that that plot area. Um, yeah. It was about the, you know, the obvious woman who was in a fat suit in the department store? That, like, that white woman yes. who came in who was in an oh, obvious fat suit. I forgot to write that down. That, yeah, was, that was awful, first of all. A lot. Um, they were like, are we her? I hope we're not her. I hope we're not yes. that fat. That. That's what I noted. I think the movie is employing that as like a rhetorical device to get you to be more on Monique's side. Because it's like, oh, she's not as fat as she could be. For sure. And I like, I thought it was a very interesting kind of just honest moment to like illustrate the, the fat hierarchy and how there absolutely is a hierarchy. And like, that is a very common thing that you will do as a fat person if you are not, like, actively interrogating your beliefs. Yeah. Um, it's very common to see someone who's a larger fat person than you and just be like, yeah. oh, well, thank God. <laughs> yeah, and there, there are so many people who will do it to you also, like, to prove to you that you're more acceptable or you should love yourself or you're beautiful or whatever. Yes. Yeah. They'll, like, Absolutely. put you below. You're not one of those fat people. Like, I've had people, to, people say to me, oh, but... You're not really fat because you don't have a mobility aid. Like, you can walk. Yup. Literally. Yeah. Like, I've gotten that from friends and from, like, people on TikTok who will be, like, it happens to a lot of, like, small fat people, I feel like. Um, And they're just like, oh, well, you're not really fat. If you, like, just lose 20 to 30 pounds, you wouldn't be fat anymore. Which is not true. Which is actually not true. I would have to lose like 50 to 70 pounds, but still. I think I would have to lose 100 pounds. Yeah. So, it's Yeah. Although I don't know because I'm not going to do it. So Yeah. I, I also don't weigh myself and haven't since I was literally 12. Literally me. So I I've been getting on the scale backwards at the doctors since before I had food issues. That's yes. how long. Okay. So <laughs> there is this like, there is this um, card that I took to the doctor Um, that says, please do not weigh me unless it is absolutely necessary. And it has like reasons on the back and I gave it to them and I was not weighed. And I will, I will never stop doing that. Oh, that's great. Because I think, yeah. And it's, it's free like to, to get them. Um, Yeah. But it's really great because it just kind of like, you put the conversation out there and then I feel like it makes people think a little bit more about what they're doing. That's really good. Um, yeah, maybe I'll yeah. try that. Because I, I usually am just like, just don't tell me. And they're they're yeah. always really nice about it, which is probably, like, also a small fat privilege. But mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, I'm going to read the next paragraph. Um, During a bout of depression, Jasmine is contacted from one of her diet plan agencies and told she won a trip for three to Palm Springs for the weekend at a five-star resort. She and her best friend Stacy find the first day at the spa embarrassing as the hotel robes don't fit, the massage tables are too small for their thick figures, and uninviting attitudes from other hotel guests. They leave in frustration to join Mia, who has been ogling a Nigerian man swimming in the pool. Despite Mia's obvious flirting, he expresses interest in Jasmine. He introduces himself as Dr. Tunde, 
but Jasmine is tongue-tied, too distracted by his good looks to remember her own name. He and his friends find Jasmine and Stacy beautiful. However, they think Mia is too skinny and wonder if she is sick. They invite the women to a Nigerian party. Tunde, speaking Nigerian with his friends, Dr. Akibo and Dr. Godwin, um, tells them he has never seen such a beautiful, full-figured woman in America. Okay, I gotta slow you down because we have to talk about the burger place, which happens oh my God. earlier in the movie before they go to Palm Springs and is like yes. part of when she gets depressed. So they go out like to the club and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're getting ignored as yes. bad people do at the club. And um, they go out after to this burger place called Fat Ass Burger. Yes. <laughs> and I think it's a Whataburger parody, maybe. Or, like, mm-hmm. in and out I don't know. But um, they're, like, standing in this big line, and this guy starts, like, fat-shaming her because she goes off her diet. So yes. that's, like, another big thing that we should talk about is the dieting, <laughs> the representation of dieting yes. in this movie. Yeah. The Metabo pills. Yes. On her dresser at the beginning. I was so upset by the, like, giant pile of different dieting pills. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. And she's like... And she, like, takes them, and then she immediately goes off her diet and, like, eats things, and, like, everyone's like, well, if you could just stick to a diet. And it honestly makes mm-hmm. me, like, I hate watching that on screen because I'm like, a lot of fat people do stick to their diet and still don't lose weight, or, like, yep. they put in more of an effort than they're shown on the TV. So that bothered me. That is so true, though. I have never seen a depiction of a fat person, like, sticking to a diet. I have one, Last Holiday, and two, Dialand. Okay. That's it. Okay. And in both of them, the journey of the character is, like, going off of it and being, like, fuck dieting. Yeah. Okay. I think that is important because a a huge reality of fat people's lives is dieting. And, like, that occupies a large space in a lot of fat people's brains. Yeah. It, like, it both makes fun of her for dieting and then makes fun of her for not being able to stick to the diet or for... You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting the ways that we like implicitly support diet culture, even though like it's very clear that like diets do not work and are not good for you in the long run. But like just the ways that we're like, we all know that dieting works. So fat people must not stick to diets, at least in like in pieces of entertainment, mostly. In a way, this does something more progressive. That's like she doesn't have to diet because she doesn't want to. Yes. But in getting there, it wants to have its cake and eat it, too. No pun intended. It wants to have yes. its burger and eat it, too, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> two other notes before we move on to the resort. But when she says skinny bitches and she, like, has this yo mama joke off with yes. um, the guy in the in the burger places. But she's oh. always, like, shitting on skinny women, basically, and being mm. like, oh, skinny bitches. That's, like, kind of a refrain in this movie. And that also kind of made me roll my eyes because the early 2000s really did not know how to lift up anybody who was not skinny without bashing skinny people. True. And so that annoyed me too. And then Very true. (laughs) The other thing when she's like being convinced to go to Palm Springs that I had was that um, she's like, I can't go there. Everyone there will be thin. Me at a resort? I'm like, bro, have you ever been to a resort? probably not okay yeah that's fair but bro writers though like writers of this like 
like writers of fat girls have you ever been to a resort because yeah 67 percent of americans are considered fat by the bmi which is bullshit but still yes <laughs> so like those people go on vacation and it has happened to me numerous times that i'm like nervous to go on vacation and then i get there and there's like everybody there's that <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of like older people there like middle-aged and older which a lot of people that age are gonna be fat those are the people who can fucking afford vacation and had jobs that would give it to them so (laughs) yeah so to move on do you have any other notes of pre-resort movie i yeah so i mean of course i enjoyed i enjoyed the like combative scene in the in the burger joint um yeah obviously i like the jokes, er, the the insults were like not that good. But well, his I, insults were bad, but hers were kind of good. Yes, his were terrible. His were um, so bad, <laughs> and just nobody supporting him. That was nice. Yeah, and it was funny because he was like, "You're so fat," and she was like, "You're so ugly." But also, he he wasn't ugly. Um, but her jokes were were better. So, <laughs> I mean, she made him feel ugly. So yeah. There you yeah. go. Um, I just wish she'd had something better to say, like, you're so mean. You know what I mean? That was actually true. <laughs> yes, for real. Um, but again, it was definitely, like, <laughs> a scene of me being like, yeah, yeah, do it. Like, just kind of living vicariously yeah. through her. Um, yeah. So I enjoyed that. And that's probably the scene that made the critics be like, she's so angry. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. It's so funny that people, like, think that that's a bad thing because, like, I feel like a lot of fat people would get real empowerment out of seeing that. It's not like fat people, especially fat black women, have any ability to do that, like, in real life. 100%. Yes. come on. (laughs) I also think it's interesting that this, that whole thing is a reaction to her being called fat and she, like, can't stand to be called fat. And I clocked that really early in this movie that she was afraid of the word fat. And so Mm -hmm. was everybody in the movie. So I think, like, because fat's in the title, like, like a big part of this movie's journey is her, like, getting comfortable with the word fat, which is really great. And we'll talk definitely more about that later. Mm Mm-hmm. And the, okay, so the the kind of little depression moment um, before she gets called to Palm Springs was like very relatable for me. Yeah. Um just because even though she was able to react in like a pretty strong way to what was going on, like confronting that um on a large scale is like very exhausting and it can be really like um upsetting. Yeah. Plus she was rejected from the um like she didn't get to show her designs to the guy. Yes. So that was like, I was like, yes, that is, that is real. Okay. So then they get to the resort. Palm Springs. Yes. I was, I was like very, (laughs) I was very skeptical about the like, um, initial interaction between Jasmine and Tunde. Yeah. Um, just because, (laughs) just because it was so far from reality in like in terms of what I've seen um, and what I've experienced, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "This isn't real. This is weird." <laughs> yeah. What about it? I mean, it was just the um, the focus on Jasmine uh, in comparison to like um, her cousin Mia. Yeah. Um, but the like the staring at Jasmine, the 
being completely enthralled by Jasmine's beauty kind of thing. Right, right. Um, which was just so odd to me just to see that. It's an interesting stereotype of Africans. <laughs> yes. I have to say, people really love to believe that in Africa, like it's just as linear as it is here, like being fat is good and being thin is bad. Yes. Um, be- but that's like kind of predicated on the idea that everybody in Africa is starving, which is not true. So I don't know. Absolutely. And and, and people in Africa are fat who aren't rich. Like Yes. Like, I met lots of people when I went there who were, like, in the village and were fat. And they weren't, like, wealthy. They were just, like, regular people living. Right. And they just happened to be fat. So, yes. Yeah. Like, I think it's... I mean, I can't say that I know. But, like, I have a feeling that it's a lot more nuanced than, them, than that. Yeah. Like, maybe there is less less overt fat stigma. I'm but... sure it differs country to country as well. I'm sure Africa's a big continent. <laughs> you know, when I went to Africa, when I went to Africa, I was fucking terrified I was going to get proposed to because I went with this program, this like study abroad educational kind of program. And we went to stay with like a Maasai village for a weekend. Mm. And I'd heard stories about people getting proposed to, particularly who are fat, by the Maasai warriors. I don't know how true these stories are. But okay. I was so scared that it would happen to me and that they would, like, single me out because of being fat. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm very intrigued now. I want to look into that more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I heard from a lot, like, a lot of people made jokes about me, like, getting married to, like, an African man when I was going over there when I was fucking 16. Like, uh, it was very ooh. weird. I, yeah. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, there is definitely, like, there's a lot of stereotype of Africa in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the, the food is really good, though. <laughs> so, Ugh, yes. Okay, so what I said about the first scene in Palm Springs was the least realistic part of this movie is that the towels fit them. And then immediately they were in the robes that were too small. But while they were in the towels, I was like, that would not happen. <laughs> yep, yep. I've never met a hotel towel. <laughs> <That> would- <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even, it's not even long enough to, like, cover my bits. It's not even, Word. like, n- like n- let alone, like, wrapping around me fully. That's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Um. Like, one ass cheek is probably going to be out. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, yeah. So, that was a funny moment, and then they did the robes, and I was like, okay, that's more like it. And yeah. <laughs> I was so surprised they brought their, like, ratty robes from home. That was funny. Yes. That was cute. Relatable. Yep. Definitely relatable. Um, <laughs> and then the massage tables that were too narrow. Yes. Like, you can still balance on a narrow massage table. I'd be more worried about the weight capacity. Oh, absolutely. Because they yeah. looked kind of rickety. And I was like, mm. I'm, I, Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like I've had that thought before getting on a massage table before. Yes. Okay, you know what is weird about that scene with Dr. Tunde meeting Jasmine? Like, the mm-hmm. way that he's like, wow, I never thought I'd see a woman like you in this country. Like, he thinks America doesn't yeah. have fat people. <laughs> I literally was like, wait, what? I was like, do you know right? what America is? Or <laughs> I know. It was so funny. <laughs> Maybe he thought that, like, since American media is so, like, thin-centric, that he was like, everyone would be thin. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, my uh-huh. note, my note 
says the Nigerians thought America didn't have fat people. Skull emoji. What the fuck? Like being fat <laughs> is a novelty. <laughs> oh my god! Not us being like one of the fattest countries in the world. Like, I know. <laughs> wonk. God. Okay. And not because we're. <laughs> it's not because we're so rich. No, we're just. <sighs> we just are. Okay, Oops. so Reese Stacy. Because we should talk about Stacy. I really like that they gave her a fat best friend. She's also a much different type of fat, both in terms of, like, her weight distribution and her um, attitude. So, like, she's very meek. She's very covered up. She doesn't wear the pretty clothes Monique does. She's always... Although, I will say, they do put Monique in a lot of wraps. But... Yes. um, uh, Which we we know are universally flattering. Um, (laughs) Lord... I mean, I'm triggered, but, um, anyway, but Stacy's like wearing all black, wearing long sleeves, wearing like glasses. She's like just begging for a makeover. And I, in fact, wrote in my notes, all caps, someone please give Stacy a makeover. Yes. (laughs) I was salty about Stacy at the beginning. I, I recanted. I thought Stacy was a bitch at first. I was like, she is being such a jerk to her friend. She like made some comment about Monique not sticking to any diets. Yep. Um, she's definitely more like the good fatty though. Yes. I was like, I was like, this girl's a bitch and she's not even that fat. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because they actually kind of are around like the same size. Her, mm-hmm. she's just much taller and much yes. more of an hourglass. So her weight mm-hmm. is just distributed a lot differently. And so on camera that really does read because you see like, she has like a jawline and she doesn't yes. have a double chin, so she does look much thinner than Monique, even though size-wise, they're actually about the same. Yes, it's like I I noticed that they were similar size-wise, like, yeah. when she started wearing, like, more cute clothes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's why Hollywood thinks Amy Schumer's fat. <laughs> Literally. It's yeah. like the, the, just, the fat face thing is, like, really a lot. Like, yeah. it affects a lot of things. It really does. It, it literally makes me want to get, like, the injection to get rid of your du- double chin and see what changes in my career, which is so I'm fucked sorry, up. sorry, what? There's yeah, an no, injection? Yeah, no, they have that. Yeah, Kybella. Uh, mm-hmm. No. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm like, God. oh, wow. Can you, I wonder how my life would change if I did not lose weight, but I didn't have a double chin. Like, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Because I, I always carry my weight in my face, always have ever, even when I was a lot smaller. Um, yes. I mean, there's a difference, but, like, it's never been completely you know what I mean yeah and like there are so many pictures where my face looks like fatter than my body I guess Mm. Um, and you know it's so fucked up and I don't want to change myself to like fit the industry but I like I'm just like oh my god how many opportunities would that open you know yeah yeah Yeah. it's definitely like I feel like people are assuming um that fat is distributed evenly uh like across a person's body and that all fat people look the same. Right. And that they see a certain level of fatness in the face. And then they're like, okay, so that's on the rest of the body also. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, anyway, then Mia gets stuck with the guy who does not want a skinny girl. Yo, that made me so happy. I literally made a note that said, not going to lie, I'm living through seeing this thin woman get ignored. <laughs> Um, I was living for seeing her get stuck with the fattest man and be upset about it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, love it. 
And then, um, are we at the next paragraph of the... Yes, I do believe so. Thick madame. I love that term, by the way. (laughs) Thick madame. Okay, next paragraph. Upon their night out, Tunde expresses even more interest with her outspoken behavior and strong opinions. Akibo shows his desire for Stacy, and she reciprocates, fighting her shy nature. Meanwhile, Godwin attempts to flirt with other full-figured guests, ignoring Mia, even going as far to tell a woman she was a patient, explaining why she is so thin. Akibo and <laughs> Stacy go on. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, that was so funny. <laughs> it, it was funny. It was funny. Um, and I, you know, I let's not body shame anyone, I guess, but it is no. like I'm so sorry. I am having this experience of being like. Uh, my whole life I've been the one to be assumed to be sick and now that's you. the thing I mean it yeah. literally sucks if people like see your body and they're like oh you have you, that is a death sentence yeah or like just you look so wrong that's not right you know what I mean yes right? like that's just wrong for a body to look like that yeah Ugh. just just it's so feeling so applicable to so many different identities yes um, but continue okay so akibo and stacy go on to have days packed with vigorous sex and mia leaves the party early to go back to the hotel and wallow in self-pity over not finding an attractive doctor like stacy and jasmine jasmine and tunde begin dating with what jasmine and tunde begin dating with Jasmine constantly questioning his attraction to her, to herself and to Tunde. Going as far as to ask him if he is truly interested in her, she wonders why she hasn't why he hasn't tried to sleep with her. Um, we should talk about the depiction of sexuality in this movie. Yes. It's very they they do very much fall into like the horny fat girls trope. Very true. And she, Monique was literally like, "I haven't had sex in nine months." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not that long. I'm like, come on, Monique. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's that long. Um, yeah, no, not me neither. Yeah, especially if like. Hollywood thinks fat people are like universally disgusting and no one would sleep with them like who did she sleep with nine months ago (laughs) that's that's the thing I really I'm really just asking the entertainment industry to pick a narrative um are fat people hot and hypersexual or are fat people devoid of sexuality choose one (laughs) I think they think they're not hot but are hypersexual (laughs) that's so weird you're ugly but you love sex yeah (laughs) yeah because you can't get it Right, so you're obsessed with it because it's like a commodity. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the narrative. But also then you sort of see things that contradict that, but not really. I don't know. I feel like the the narrative is desperate and like that's where you get the stereotypes like fat women love giving blowjobs or like are really good at it because they're trying to compensate or like they're like really kinky or like whatever, you know? Very true. And like that definitely was present in Stacy because like you know there was she got an opportunity to have sex and then was they just said like oh she's going ham she will continue to have as much sex as she can physically muster yeah I actually did really love those scenes of her like 
I don't know. For some reason, that that was okay to me, but Monique, like, lusting after Tunde in this weird way felt weird. Yeah. The way that they, like... Ooh, they, like, objectify yeah. men. <laughs> yeah, the comments that, like, were made inside her head about him. I was yeah. Like, yeah, okay, okay, thank you, because I was like, am I just, like, a slut-shaming prude, but... No, but I don't. It's they I also, felt uncomfy. I just don't find men attractive in that way. That's not the <laughs> way that I find men attractive. So it's just it was unrelatable to me. I know what you mean. I think that this could be maybe a an issue of like how men writing these kinds of movies assume women see them because that's how they see women if they're straight. Oh my god! Wait. Okay. Yeah, like, I think it's a a male gaze moment. Absolutely. Okay, it was... Okay, it was written by mainly a woman. Hold on. Okay. But also, like, women can fall into the male gaze, too. And also, because fat women are masculinized, there's that, too. Ooh. Now, that's, that's a good point. I definitely think that, like, that's probably part of it the like the way that fat women like express sexuality in certain yes. ways yes yes yeah oh and i hate it because i'm like no i am an ingenue and i <laughs> i Literally. don't relate to this <laughs> that's yep that was like that's always a big problem with me and i feel like my pff, my trajectory for like getting cast and stuff is that i really do feel like i'm generally like on the side of like a really naive kind like leading lady type maybe could dip into ingenue but like the way that I present like hell no (laughs) no I totally agree with you I literally have a tweet in my drafts that I was gonna tweet but then I was like maybe this is maybe I shouldn't tweet this um (laughs) it says it's a shame that I would only be cast as Desiree or Petra in a little night music when I relate to Anne and Charlotte the prudes but I would only get cast as the sluts (laughs) literally oh god have you ever you've played sluts before right Eh, kind of i mean i just really mostly got cast as old ladies but i have definitely been cast as like very sexual old ladies oh yes that's also the weirdest (laughs) crossover ever it is it is no because the joke is like how can this person be horny you know yes yeah and then it's like hey elderly people are horny yeah it's like like think miss patty in gilmore girls vibes (laughs) yes yeah, I don't. I I feel that I, I I am an ingenue trapped in a character actor's body. But I, oh my god, that is a quote. That is a quote. It's actually it's not my quote. I have to confess, it is my college voice teacher Jesse De Silva's quote, which oh. was said about Tracy Turnblad. They said that to me, and I was like, oh. "Yup." They yeah. said Tracy is an ingenue trapped trapped in a character actor's body. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. She's such an ingenue. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I also just thought it was weird that everyone at this conference is African, but they're having it in Palm Springs. That was weird. <laughs> I was like, why is this happening? It's like the International Medical Association, but only the people from Africa showed up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but the food looked so good. Like, oh not to be fat, but still. <laughs> not to be fat. <laughs> no, like, we disassociate food and fatness on this podcast. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, 
I just was obsessed with it. It looks so good. Agreed. I, I had Fufu, like, once when I was, like, probably, like, six or seven, and I have never had the chance to have it again, and I mm. miss it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow, I love that you remember that from being six or seven, like, literally when this movie came out. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah Damn. It's like new. My experiences. Also, I think it's funny that he did his residency in Paris. Yes. (laughs) Is that likely? Like, why? Also Um, wrote in this scene, why am I Stacy? (laughs) Yes. I don't know what exactly she did at that point, but apparently it was relatable. Also, these are all random and not related to being fat, but when he says, I wish you could see what I could see, and then he takes her glasses off, I'm like, now she really can't see. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, that was so funny! I wish you could see. <laughs> what I see. Like, I wish you could see that you're beautiful. It's like, okay, now she can't even see anything. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was just, like, imagining her eyesight just completely gone she's blind yeah okay wait can we talk about the most fat positive part of this movie the most like radical for 2006 line of this entire movie which is when he says dr tunde says as a doctor you will never be a size five i was like i I love him fat positive dr king yes i literally i also wrote down the quote like your frame is not meant to be a size five like you will you will never be a size five yeah. And this is from a doctor. And I was like, mm, 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 <laughs> I was like, be yeah. my doctor. Yep. <laughs> he would definitely accept that card and never weigh you. For sure. <laughs> I, I just like, I also love that he was a doctor. Like just the, the added detail of him being in the medical field. That says yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Absolutely. That's like a fantasy for sure. A yeah. fantasy that I would like to experience. <laughs> uh, yeah the real fantasy of this movie is a doctor who's not fat phobic <laughs> oh, oh you're god. not wrong yeah you're not wrong oh my god okay <gasps> i also wrote all the stacy sex scenes are delightful and don't feel played for laughs even though they were but i also but like i don't know i i felt positively about those and i usually am very reactive to fat women being hypersexual but maybe it just feels less weird when they're actually having sex and not doing this, like, weird, lusty, desperate, unrequited thing, you know? Yes, I agree. I I think that, um, I mean, I'm kind of desensitized to, like, sex in movies now. But I feel like in her case, it was pretty realistic, which is what I liked about it. Like, there wasn't any sort of, like, overly, like the weird noises you know what i mean yeah like, no it wasn't like this like romantic perfect thing it was just like yes. they were like super ready to rip each other's clothes off yeah they were having sex and they were enjoying it and it was they weren't like screaming and like doing weird stuff yeah 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 and it was awkward but it wasn't awkward in a way that you were supposed to be grossed out yeah for yeah. sure it was awkward in a way that the joke was wow they really like having sex the joke wasn't like <laughs> can you believe this fat person is having sex right now Yes. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. What's your favorite outfit of Monique's in this? <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. Um. Oh, I can't even think about it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find. Do you have a favorite? I have two, but mostly the halter dress from the last scene, or the yes. the scene in the clothing store, and then also I loved the yellow outfit. That's why I brought it up because I wrote it down. The yellow outfit. Oh. This oh. yellow dress with the ruffle. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, that was super cute. Oh. I think oh. that's the scene after she gets them like she gets the massage and pushes the two tables together and then she goes to the buffet. 
Yes. Oh that my scene God. was also like very much Last Holiday vibes. Yes. Like very similar to Last Holiday. This movie has a lot of similarities to Last Holiday and like she goes to a resort. She's on vacation. Oh, you know? right, right, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> I wrote the prayer over the buffet is possibly fat phobic, but definitely iconic. Yes. I, <laughs> I kind of, I have had this transition um, on, about how I feel regarding fat people eating in movies. It's been yeah. kind of recent. Um and I used to be, like, super upset by it, like, borderline triggered by it. Yeah. I used to be like, girl, no, don't do that on camera. You know what they're going to yes. say? Literally. And, like, <laughs> yeah. especially fat people being shown, like, binge eating or doing mm-hmm. things that are, like, or being super sexual around food, like, smearing it on their face, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and that still upsets me. But enjoyment of food and, like... Her ordering, like, the full burger thing at the fat burger place. Mm-hmm. Like, that sort of stuff is kind of enjoyable to me at this point in time. Because um, she's like, I want a full bacon burger, fries, a shake. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, if yeah. you want that, like, I'm happy that you are doing that right now. I am pleased. I love that. I kind of agree. But I think there's a fine line. Because, like, it does get Agreed. bingy really quick. And nope. if, yeah, it it's it's it can be empowering to like go against that trope but then it's also like you're going with that trope by going against that trope i talked about yes. this in my solo show they're like like there's a lot of it where i'm like like a huge part of the concept of the show is me being like this trope sucks um i've spent my whole life avoiding this trope now i'm gonna talk about how much i love food even though i'm like scared too you know what i mean and then it's like okay am i reclaiming the trope or am i just validating people's beliefs about fat people or both i don't know that's so real and that's my like one drawback like when i feel really happy about it is that i'm worried that it's teaching people yeah that all fat people have a binge eating disorder kind of thing yes yes exactly exactly which is just because you know like anyone can have a binge eating disorder thin people can have binge eating disorders like it's just and the and maybe even more importantly than that fat people can have restrictive eating disorders absolutely and i think a lot of people think they have binge eating disorders when they don't simply because eating food eating a lot of food and like eating unhealthy food has been so pathologized so like i see this on tiktok all the time where someone's like oh i totally binged because i ate four cookies and i'm like Okay, but, like, our, the clinical signs of a binge are, like, not there. That's not what that is. You know what I nope. mean? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay, so back to the favorite outfit. My favorite outfit was the, was the last dress, the, the golden one where she was being carried in. Oh, I just, yeah. like, loved it. Oh, that was a great I just one, loved too. It. Oh, yes, we'll get there. Oh, okay, fave. um, where are we in the synopsis? So we had stopped at um, Jasmine and Tunde begin dating with Jasmine constantly questioning his attraction to her. Yes. Um, to herself and to Tunde, going so far as to ask him if he's truly interested in her. She wonders why he hasn't tried to sleep with her. Um, Tunde tells Jasmine he was trying to be respectful, but will gladly sleep with her the next day due to work obligations. But before they. But before they consummate their relationship, she grows jealous and makes a scene when she sees him having dinner with a beautiful, thin, white woman. 
Yes. Instead of having dinner with a colleague like he told her. So she's being sexist because she doesn't think women can be doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real. Basically. Um, Tunde reveals that the woman was his colleague, but Jasmine, realizing she's too insecure to be comfortable in a relationship with Tunde, breaks up with him and leaves Palm Springs along with Stacy and Mia. Yeah. So that that was like the self-sabotage of it all. I was like, Oh, that was Ooh. relatable as fuck to me. Yup. I was yeah. like, when she lets her insecurities end her relationship. Word. Relatable. Extremely, extremely. And nobody talks about it. And then yeah. when, when you do talk about it, people are like, well, just don't be insecure. Stop being so insecure. Be confident. <laughs> Bitch. Like, <laughs> that's, that is very difficult, especially when you're taught your whole life that, like, you are not worthy of love and nobody will love you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and if they do, it's a lie and you're being set up to be humiliated. That's For literally, sure. I literally just put out this like whole essay about this. Oh my um, God. It's like my, all of my experiences of like growing up knowing that and then the fucking crazy cognitive dissonance of then suddenly having someone love you. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to read that. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's it's very personal. So if you're here on the Patreon and um, you're on the $5 tier, it's on the $10 tier. It's on the, yeah. the, the funny fat guy. Um, yes. Yeah. I think we'll publish a snippet on, on the Insta, though, so people can see a little bit of it. See, I keep making oh, yeah. Patreon content, and I'm like, oh, but I want everyone to see this. <laughs> yeah, that's the struggle, I think, with it Patreon. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're having fun. Okay. Anyway, um, she has this whole scene when she gets home where she's watching the TV and seeing all the different um, phobic shit on the TV. <gasps> I... Oh, I, okay, I can the read this The thesis of this podcast. Can we share that scene on instagram or is it like copyright illegal we should i i will figure <laughs> out if it's illegal but I, okay. I feel like everyone should see it yeah it's amazing um, at home she's depressed ignoring phone calls comforting herself with food and television before having a breakthrough and realizing she's beautiful and worthy of being loved bursting with new confidence jasmine approaches the head buyer of bloomfields where she works and shows him her designs Impressed, he helps develop Jasmine's fashion line, Thick Madame. This is when she wears my favorite dress. It's this halter dress with this, like, yes. floral-y sort of print. And it's, like, dark blue. It's so cute. I want one. Is it? Is it the one where all the girls come up to her and they're like, what yeah. is that? Uh, yeah, that was a really cute top. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so he helps Jasmine's fashion line, Thick Madame, become popular, and it's launched worldwide. Oh, and if we didn't explain it before, Thick Madame is what they call fat girls in um, Nigeria. And yes. Dr. Tunde also says that um, fat is P-H-A-T and stands for pretty hot and thick. And that's how she I is able that. to embrace the word fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, um, okay... <laughs> yeah, I remember that in that scene, that depression scene, um, I was like, fucking Christ, all the dieting and weight loss commercials. Um, and then I was like, not the full on psychosis being relatable. Like, just- <laughs> And then, but what's so sweet, though, is that she like is looking at this photo of her grandma and realizing like her grandma loved her even though she was fat and she loved her grandma even though she was fat. And that yes. was like so fucking sweet. And like to anyone with fat family members, I feel like that can be really relatable as well. If you had like family members Absolutely. who who loved you unconditionally um, or if you if you um, have fat family members that you love unconditionally yeah if you have fat family members that are really important to you 
and like you have not you know like you don't think about their fatness as like a drawback to why they're an amazing person um definitely a good a good thing to think about for sure yeah my, like my family has more more fatter people than skinnier people i think and um mm-hmm. Yeah, and then even when I think about my grandmother, who was, like, extremely thin, and my dad thought she had an eating disorder, like, she never said anything about my size. Nothing. Queen! And she was, like, the only person in my family who said nothing about it, really. Like, um, my grandfather always, every time he saw me, would say, you've lost weight, even when I obviously hadn't. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Was he just trying to like burst, like boost your confidence or something? I think so. Or maybe he just remembered yeah. me as fatter than I was. I don't know. But anyway, he would always say that. I was always super uncomfortable around him. My grandmother never mentioned a fucking thing. And I was like also in my dieting shit in front of her. Like I had a meltdown because my parents were making me eat something with too, cal- too many calories in front of her. Like they wouldn't let me skip breakfast when I was like really deep in like disordered eating. And she never said shit about it. And honestly, like, I fucking appreciate that so much in hindsight. Yeah, that's real. And that's like, (laughs) that's like very, (laughs) I feel like, um, unusual for like a grandmother of our generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially one who like canonically had a horrible relationship with food and with her body for her entire life. So it might be why. Maybe, which is like really amazing and compassionate of her. Yeah, because I know some people, I mean, this is like a thing with my family, too, where um, most of them have struggled with some sort of like disordered eating relationship. Yeah. And like I have seen primarily two outcomes, one of which being that they are incredibly fat phobic and like very much put that on everyone else around them um, and continue the cycle of abuse Um, or in the case of my mother. Like, she really was like, this is not fucking happening anymore. She was like, we are not doing this anymore. I'm not talking about it. We're not doing it. So, like, I, f- I feel like there are those those different outcomes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this is a tangent. When she throws all of her clothes out the window, that was amazing. Loved that. Yes. Loved that moment. Um, fantastic. I needed that inspiration to do it with many of my clothes. Yes. Um, and she says, I'm fat-tabulous. Which I, <laughs> I um I think I'm I'm gonna have to steal, and then um I wrote her journey in this movie is reclaiming the word fat. It is, which is so important. Also, the the two most unrealistic moments in this movie both happen in the club scene, in my in my opinion, or maybe mm-hmm. after the the towel that fit them. Um, one is where <laughs> the men buy them drinks because they got confident. <laughs> um, I don't know what that happened. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not confident enough to know. I mean, like, maybe Stacy because she has giant knockers. Okay, yeah. And now she has, like, she's, like, knows how to dress. Um, Right. Because boobies. Men like boob. That's true. That's Um, true. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know. Back in that time, though, because, like, it was really, like, oh, you better be, like, thin, honey. Yeah, no, totally. Like, totally. so I'm not sure. Especially if it's, like, the same ones who rejected them before. I'm like, mm, that, no. Let's not perpetuate it, the idea that changing your attitude will change other people's attitudes toward fatness. Absolutely. People are like, it's all confidence and nothing needs to be exactly. systemically changed here. Exactly. 
Yeah. I'm so fucking overseeing that on TikTok. Like, literally every time someone makes a video and they're like, it's really emotional because, like, when I gained weight, people stopped, like, treating me well. Or, like, when I lost weight, everyone started treating me well and I couldn't appreciate it. And everyone's in the comments like, oh, but, sweetie, you probably just got more confident. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> so you think confident and thin are synonyms then? Okay. Right. It's like, w- what that tells me is you can't imagine being confident in a larger body. So. Yep. Yep. Okay. And people were really, yeah. Anyway. Okay, the other unrealistic moment was when that girl is like, fat bitch, and she's like, what did you say to me? And then the girl's like, I said, fat bitch. Nobody yep. would do that. In real life, she would say, what did you say to me? And that girl would be like, nothing. What are you talking about? That girl would be and- like, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And she'd be like, what? I didn't say anything. Like, she'd play innocent. And Absolutely. Monique would be like, no, I heard you say fat bitch. And she'd be like, oh, mm, sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people yeah. are more backhanded than that. Nobody's going to come out and just, like, boldly with their chest be like, yeah, I called you a fat bitch. Yeah. In this day and age. <laughs> Maybe in 2006 it was different, but I don't remember because I was only nine. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, I don't think, like, people are really, people really expect fat people to, like, take it also. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that, I think that the it would have been a surprise that Monique was like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so that, for that reason, that's when people back down, I think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what's the next, then, then fashion show happens. Okay. Yes. So fashion show happens. <laughs> okay. Read the rest of the synopsis now. I, okay. Uh, this is, yeah, there's, there's only one thing left and it's about the, um, visiting nigeria okay um so i'm gonna talk about the fashion show really quick yes um because that was my favorite part of the movie i don't know how you felt i loved it um it was the best um my first thing was her tummy kind of looks like mine (laughs) oh my god Um, i literally wrote it's so nice to see someone with my body type on screen yeah i like just the way that her tummy like had like several folds in it i was like that's Mm -hmm. the way mine looks um and I very much enjoyed it. And I said, oh, my God, bye. I love her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, also, the fucking, the amount of fat people in that room. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, I nearly cried. That was, was the like, most. was like, so many fat actors got paid. Yes. And so, just so many, the most fat people I have ever seen in one room in any piece of media. Yeah. Any. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I loved it. It was the best. Yes. And then, and then they go to Nigeria. And then. To get Jasmine's man. <laughs> yes. One year later, she travels to Nigeria to apologize to the man she realizes she loves. A woman opens the door holding a baby. Jasmine asks if she's Tunde's wife, and the woman agrees. Jasmine has the girls go to the taxi because she did not wish to be rejected with an audience. (laughs) She tells Tunde that he has changed her life, and she's sorry she could not accept his love when she had the chance, explaining she could not accept love from someone when she did not love herself. And though she still cares for him, she is not a homewrecker and will not pursue him. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> yeah um tunde Noble. clarifies yeah truly um tunde clarifies that the woman is a maid he delivered the baby and the maid doesn't understand english and that he is still single 
He says his prayers have been answered and he is, as he has loved Jasmine all along and they share a passionate kiss. Aww. <laughs> it was so, um, I, I did not like the kiss, but I, it, it's just it, gross to watch other people kiss. I don't like it. <laughs> Ever. I it's awkward. Actually, I was like really pleased with it because I was like, this is kind of pornographic. Like this is not like a, it was not a small kiss. Like it was like a, it was a big one and it was a long one. That's um, fair. I guess I just, I just, I just find it awkward to watch other people kiss. It is. <laughs> I 100% see that. Yeah. Um, okay. So Stacy also reunites with their partner. Oh, I guess she goes back with Dr. Kibo, which I missed. Amazing. And they join Tunde's family for dinner. Mia piles food on her plate, stating that she wants to bulk up so she can find a rich Nigerian doctor as well. Yes. <laughs> The film ends with Jasmine and Tunde in bed, while Jasmine insists on having the lights on to see every sexy thing on Tunde's body. Every sexy thing. Sexy thing! The dialogue did not seem that awkward to me when I watched it, but hearing it, every sexy thing on your body. Every sexy thing on your body. I don't know why I just said that in a British accent. Every sexy thing on your body. Uh, on your body. On your body. That's like... Yeah. <laughs> That's a very weird thing to say, but it was it was cute. I really liked the um the let's keep the lights on moment. Yes. I just really loved this movie. Like it was so sweet and like I would show my children this movie. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, for real. <laughs> yes. It has a lot more like positive things than negative and I was 100%. not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um and I had some other like off the cuff comments, but basically just that um, it was awkward when their like gay friend was wearing had cornrows. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, the gay friend! I totally forgot about that character, and I was like, "This is a crime." I was like, Honestly, <laughs> that whole character was a hate crime. I wrote the gay sidekick <laughs> is a lot. Yes, and then um, I also wrote, "I love the white male gatekeeper." <laughs> it was so sweet. <laughs> Very true. Honestly, he was a model, a model citizen. Um, um, he was a model a citizen. Like a lot more white men should be like him. That's all. Very true. That is correct. He was like, you know what? I am gonna give you a fat, like a a fashion line, like random fat black retail employee that I don't know. I was random, like, yes, King. Retail employee. <laughs> platform, I love that. <laughs> platform black women. Like, yes, very true. ally. He was, like, he was like, actually, you're so good and so talented. I think you need a a fashion line right now. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> I just when I was watching the um the part where there's like a lot of plus size women in in line to like get this stuff, I was like, this still doesn't exist. I fucking know. I know. <laughs> oh, I <was> like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh mm. lord. Anyway, it was such a delightful watch. I am so surprised by how much I liked it. I thought yes. from the preview, I was like, oh, no. I thought it was going to be horrible and we are going to have to roast it. But um, it definitely wasn't. The previews are always worse than the actual movie. I should learn that. <laughs> so true. They try to be like, oh, this is going to change your life in like a not good way. They try to be like, oh, you guys, you guys hate fat people? Then you're going to love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love to laugh at fat people? Turn this baby on. Yeah. Let's go. This movie's got fat in the title. That's... <laughs> That's how you know it's yeah. going to make fun of fat people. Yes. Uh. The only thing that I will say about um, 
uh, it's I, I I feel like there's just a lot to unpack with the like oh African men like a big woman or like yes. as I was told when I was younger black and brown men like a big woman um mm-hmm. I hate that it feels so gross and stereotypy that's all it does and so that's what, what I got from the trailer that I was like Bleh. but um Bleh. I mean I I like that they the way they went about it was saying the cultural standards are different what's considered beautiful is different. Right. Um, so they were like, this is just their, this is like a cultural thing. So that was a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't so much of a, like, those people have weird tastes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like true, it didn't judge them true. for it. It didn't pathologize them for it. And they weren't terribly fetishizing, which I really thought they were going to be. So. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really could have been so much worse. Definitely. That's the consensus. Yeah. That's our Rotten Tomatoes consensus. <laughs> oh, the other thing I was going to say was that just like when all of those, all of the Rotten Tomatoes things were like, that's not realistic or whatever. <laughs> like, that's giving people false hope. Like, oh, um, first of all, what? I feel like those people would be shocked to see how far a plus size fashion has come. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but also like people just really can't fucking stand to see a fat black woman win. Uh-huh. That's I feel like that's what it boils down to. Like they they got so upset about that. That is the moral of the Rotten Tomatoes. That 100%. is the takeaway. One hundred percent. Okay. Well, any final thoughts on Fat Girls? I think it's a classic. I think I'm going to show it to all of my younger acquaintances. Um, I no, I love it. I I really do think like it's never going to be perfect there's never going to be a perfect blameless like portrayal of fat people mm-hmm. maybe maybe someone somewhere is um but uh, it was just so there were so many positive things about it yeah that that's really that's really my main takeaway um was just the amazing like honesty in certain portions of it and yeah. like the positivity in certain parts of it and the seeing a fat person like become okay with saying the word fat like which is yes so powerful an experience like that a lot of fat people have like coming Mm -hmm. to acceptance of that yeah um so i think it's a very important story agreed um this was such a good one to start with and i feel like next time we're gonna have to watch something a lot more problematic so yeah very exciting (laughs) (laughs) well um thank you everybody for listening this has been so fun if you haven't seen fat girls i highly suggest you go watch it i did have to do a free trial of stars on amazon in order to do it but it's totally worth it if you um just send a reminder to cancel or uh you can also just buy it for like 2.99 or whatever yes truth yes All right. Well, hope everyone has an amazing day and we'll see you next time. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of More Than Tracy Turnblad. If you liked it, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to hear more of these types of episodes where we're discussing one specific piece of fat representation, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash more than Tracy T. You can follow us on social media at More Than Tracy T on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And for more information, head to morethantracyturnblad.com. Mm-hmm.